the companies that we've seen thrive over the last like five, 10 years have been the ones that have had really incredible employee experience. They have brought that kind of same ethos and thoughtfulness that they bring to their product development into their employee experiences. And so our job at Gather is just to help them power and deliver on those employee experience promises um, without it taking a huge operational burden to execute on that. Hey there, it's Christian, and you're listening to a special Better Product series. Today is the first interview in our newest series, Power to the People Ops, or as I am now calling, PeepOps. We're covering how products are responding to the shift from HR to a more inclusive field, one that recognizes there's power in investing in people. As you'll hear from today's guest, John Wetzel, the future is people ops for many companies. It's how they'll improve not only attracting talent, but how they'll retain team members for longer and care for them as they grow. As CEO and co-founder of Gather, John Wetzel is creating a product that fills this need with guided, compassionate conversations between teams on Slack, the popular messaging platform. He'll explain all of this and more with Megan, who I should add met John all the way back, like five or six years ago, when they were in school at the University of Notre Dame. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. I'm here with John Wetzel. He's the founder of Gather. And this is funny because this is actually not the first time we've ever talked or met. We actually got drinks. No, we got drinks together a couple months ago, um, but we were in school together for four years, three years. Um, so the last time we'd seen each other before that was actually when we were assembling our senior design thesis at That's like right. midnight. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a while since then, but it's, it's great to be catching up and I'm excited to talk today. Love it. Nice to, nice to be here. Great. So you founded Gather. We want to talk a little bit about that, what it is, who it's for. But first, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about where you first got the idea to start this company and, and the idea for this product? What motivated you to bring the product idea to life? Yeah, so um, started this with two other co-founders, Alex and Brooks. We initially got the idea after talking to some of the OG people who were doing remote work back in 2019. We were kind of fascinated by the trend of saying like, well, what if a company that's fully distributed or mostly distributed, like what does that look like? How does that operate? How does a company like that operate? And I know y'all have done a whole segment on remote work uh, and those kind of things. Um, but we were we were thinking about that back in 2019 and the people that we started talking to who were in charge of figuring out how those companies should operate were often the people operations folks. They were the ones who day-to-day were making it work and they had certain challenges that related to the, the tasks they needed to do. And those changed dramatically in a uh, remote environment versus in an office environment. So that's initially where we started with Gather. So you were way ahead of that trend. You were even focused on remote before COVID. Before COVID, right. Yep, exactly. That's great. So what were some of the experiences that you had before Gather that helped you get to where you are today and inform the work you're doing now? Yeah, totally. So one of them was being a part of a a fellowship called Venture for America, um, which is kind of like an apprenticeship for entrepreneurs. So um, all three of the founders, Brooks, Alex, and I all um, were a part of this fellowship. And that's where we started our careers. We started them all working for startups in kind of underserved uh, entrepreneurial communities. 
So places like Cleveland, New Orleans, uh, Detroit. Um, Alex and I were in Cleveland building. I was a first uh, a designer building a hardware product based around live streaming. And the thing with hardware startups is that when you build the product once, then you just like sell it for like three or four years. You don't have the money oftentimes to build the second hardware product or the third hardware product. And so I got to go through a full product development cycle, building a hardware product, and then got thrown into the world of software design and software development, because uh, that's where the next stage of the product was. It was kind of a, it was a connected device um, that, you know, had both hardware and software components. And so um, ended my time there as a product manager and yeah, that's, that's kind of, I think the foundational experience that led to feeling like we were ready to make the jump into starting a company and solving a, a problem that we had identified. Yeah, that's great. I've heard a lot of great stories like that come out of Venture for America too. Okay. So you mentioned people ops and yeah. Gather is built on this idea of people ops for people ops people. What does this term, <laughs> what does this term mean to you? And how is it different, let's say, from more familiar topics like HR? Yeah, so the way we, we break it down is if you think about like an HR or people department, as you might have traditionally like defined it, there's really like three functions that they, they do. One, uh, we see as talent acquisition. That's the recruiting, the interviewing, the sourcing, the, the bringing new people into your organization. Um, there's the HR piece, which is the benefits, the compliance, the payroll, the kind of logistics of like, Hey, the fundamentally people have to get paid and, uh, and like have to have benefits in the company. That's very, very important. Um, and then there's, there's the people operations component of it. And they're the ones that own things like culture. Uh, they own the communications things at the company. They own diversity, equity, and inclusion. They own team retreats. Um, all of these things that, in, in fact, they keep owning more and more and more of the kind of uh, things that you need to operate a modern company. And so the, the role itself is extremely broad and the expectations of what you need to do with it are, are quite vast. So do you think then that people ops is going to kind of become the new version of HR? Do you think it's going to overtake HR anytime soon? Absolutely. I think that the term, at least, we have always been very bullish as a, a way that people are reframing what the HR or that like function in a business does. I do think that HR is the appropriate term for those logistics that I talked about. And those are different and require a different skill set and different needs to, you know, administer payroll and administer benefits and, you know, follow compliance than someone who is working on management and culture and employee experience. Um, those are two different skill sets oftentimes. Sometimes the same person has them and does them um, oftentimes, but sometimes that's, that's kind of, I guess, how I would differentiate. Right. And I guess if the same person, if one person doesn't have both of those skill sets and is expected to do both, that's not <laughs> ideal for either logistics or company culture. Exactly. <laughs> depending on something could fall have. on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Let's talk a little bit more about Gather then as a product. How does it work? What sets it apart from similar products? And who would you say it's built for primarily? So Gather is primarily built for people operations folks at really around 100 person companies is usually what we found to be our sweet spot or below that. Sometimes that's a solo head of people who's doing a lot. Sometimes it's a small team of two or three folks. They're really looking to automate a number of their processes. So we help them to automate, 
usually the primary use cases are around onboarding and offboarding. Um, those are the, the two ones that we see people looking to implement first. And then birthdays and work anniversaries and other celebrations where they want to set up reminders, process for those kind of things. Those are kind of the second use cases, followed by other kind of more general employee experience uh, programs or events that they're doing. Okay, great. So the avenue for this is a Slack integration, correct? So um, we, we see Gather as being kind of a workflow product that is specific for people operations teams. There's general workflow tools out there. There's a lot of them. Slack has one. Airtable has one. There's Zapier, Workado. You've got all of these other ways that you could automate um, things like Slack messages or emails to go out. And many of them, if totally set up correctly, would do what Gather does, like functionally, like that they could be different. But we're just but applying a very... Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, but then you have to manage 18 different things to do all the tasks a people ops person would do. Exactly. Exactly. And like we're, one of our like kind of unique points is we're just applying that specific lens of people ops to those types of solutions. And we're connecting that in with the core people data source. And that's a big part of it is you want to connect into what people call the HRIS, the human resources information system, which is kind of like the CRM for people ops teams. Um, and then we're adding an automation layer on top of any, any of the, those kind of original data sources. So, you know, these are things that people in marketing and sales have been able to do for a long time, like simple stuff, like inserting a personalization token into a message. So it says like, hi, John, instead of just like, hi, when you're sending a, a message that's, that's automated, um, but just applying them to this specific kind of vertical is how Gather is doing. Yeah, that sounds really smart. What would you say are some of your favorite features of Gather or maybe some of Gather's most unique features and functionality? Yeah, one that is one of our more unique ones and also our most popular program that folks run through Gather is an onboarding buddy program workflow that we have. And that one's really cool because we see our product as solving for use cases where there are a lot of communications and coordination between multiple internal stakeholders. And so in an onboarding buddy program, there's four key stakeholders, your people ops person, your manager, your new hire, and your onboarding buddy. So Gather will notice that there's a new hire in the HR system. We'll then send a message to the manager that says, hey, you've got a new hire, like they need an onboarding buddy. Here's the three things that make a great onboarding buddy. Uh, select someone from here. And that all comes across right in a Slack message. And then they can select who that person is right in that Slack message. So the manager is never logging into another system, doesn't actually really know that Gather's like web presence exists at all. We just show up as a Slack app for them. Um, and then that follows on once they choose the buddy, the buddy receives a message in telling them that they're, they've been chosen to be an onboarding buddy and setting expectations, kind of getting alignment in that way. And then on day one, it's introducing the new hire and the buddy together so that they're having a conversation, they're scheduling a time to actually meet in person. Oftentimes the outcomes of our product is actually the best outcomes of our product are when things happen in real life and not uh, just being automated. So someone reaching out and, and like giving a prompt or a praise to someone. Um, and then, you know, we even do things like 30 days later, the prompt the onboarding buddy to schedule another meeting and they can click a button that has thought starters in the conversation, like right there built in specific for that use case. And then lastly, it follows up with a survey to the new hire about how that program actually went. So you tie it all the way back in. That's awesome. That 
is it sounds like then the onboarding buddies are almost kind of being elevated to like almost mentor status as well. So giving them a little totally. bit more leadership experience too. Yep, exactly. And that's a, you know, the onboarding buddy program is, is actually been studied by like Microsoft and other folks as being one of the most effective ways to kind of get someone ingrained in the new, in a new organization or a new company. And so that's why we've focused on that as being a program that we want to, um, make sure thrives within the gather ecosystem. That's great. Okay. So you had said that you are going all in being really bullish about promoting the future of people ops. The future is people ops on social media, LinkedIn, especially your banner right now on LinkedIn currently says the future is people ops. So why do you believe and so boldly share in your company brand and your personal brand that this is true? Yeah, we, we love to be advocates for the role and LinkedIn is one of the spaces where we love to do it. I think as a, a leader of a company, you know, yes, I'm running a company in the people ops space, but I'm also leading a company. And so we have the opportunity to be an advocate for people operations to other leaders. And that's a very important thing to me. And their roles often go overlooked, underappreciated, and as someone who like has the ability to be a CEO who can hype up people ops people and have other CEOs look at that and be like, oh, wow, I should really be thinking about that more and like being more conscious of that as I'm growing and building my company is something that, you know, we certainly love to promote. And, you know, LinkedIn is a space where there's a lot of HR and people ops folks. They spend time on there because it's part of their job. Oftentimes they're recruiting or they're they're looking for uh, talent or those kind of things. And so, you know, there's certainly value to our business to promote and take on that kind of company's brands as uh, the CEO. And it's honestly become a huge way for people to find out what Gather is. Um, LinkedIn and like getting organic traffic from LinkedIn and drumming up um, just interest there is often how people get introduced to us the first time. Yeah, we always tell our clients that if you want to create a unique position in marketing, like in market, like if you want to create a category, it is a lot heavier of a lift. It's a lot more work. But if you're on the front end of it and you know it's going to be successful and you're betting on it, it can be super beneficial and valuable. And part of that work is is marketing. Totally. And, you know, we talk about people ops all the time and we don't really use the language of HR that much, but a lot of the people that do subscribe to that and then like fall into that are people that are in maybe a legacy HR role at at a company and are you know, aspirationally wanting to become a more progressive, more thoughtful people ops organization that is just different than their current state. And so we kind of want to be advocates for that future where they want to be. Right. They're trying to grow. They're trying to keep up with the latest trends so that they stay good at their job. Correct. So why does this is kind of a higher level hippy dippy question. (laughs) Why does the world need people ops? Sure. Uh, I think it's actually, there's a pretty simple answer to that, which is just that running an organization is really difficult. People are like, people are crazy confusing and we forget things. We like need reminders. We need nudges. Uh, We need that person that's kind of overlooking all of that. And managers in particular, they have so much going on. And and so people ops is the person that is there to make sure that everyone's day-to-day just like runs smoothly. People are happy. Things are going well. Uh, and that's like what they have in their control. That's great. Okay, so last question on brand, because I have to ask this question about brand. Why 
is it important to you to tie your personal brand to your company brand when you share on LinkedIn? What is the benefit of that to, to both you and the company and people ops people in general? Yeah, I mean, part of it is how LinkedIn works. Um, LinkedIn rewards personal brands over um, company brands. They actually kind of demote company brands based on just the the way that that structure is. And so, you know, as the the leader for the company, it came a time where we said we we knew that, and we said, all right, great. How are we going to to promote these kinds of things? And for me, I was the one that stepped up and said, that's how I'm going to have to tie my personal brand and the company brand together. That's just fine when you're a founder. Uh, it's something that you're used to doing. It's not like it's just a job or a company. It's your company that you've started. And so that's something we, we've done since then. Nice. Okay. This is the part of the show where we talk about the bane of HR's existence. So <laughs> the great resignation, it's real, it's continuing. It's still a big theme that's carrying over from last year. So people are frequently changing jobs. They're choosing to work from home over anywhere else. They're choosing to work for themselves when appropriate. Work and the rise of people ops, respectively, seem to be now so much more about the work environment or your goals. It's now become a conversation about loyalty, about accountability, even about quality of life. So what's your perspective on where and how this trend is maturing? Yeah, I, I think all of those things you pointed out are, are right. And I think the people that really need to pay attention to it are leaders and leadership because their talent is the one that's leaving and they need to invest in their people ops in order to keep up with that kind of great resignation. I think we're still pretty early on, especially in the shift to hybrid work to figure out what's going to work and what's not. And people are just going to need to keep trying things and see see how it goes. I think the current like economic conditions have certainly led to like the, a lot of the stuff with the Great Resignation. But the shift to hybrid in particular, I think, will take an additional about five more years till we're really sure what how that all works and and what the best practices are and what's going to go well and what's not, um, because there's still a lot of uncertainty about about that. That makes sense. So in the midst of all that, how does your product gather seek to impact this phase that we're in, this trend? Yeah, I think for us, we've always known that great communication and the ability to like nudge people like managers can help prevent turnover. You know, small moments in the employee journey are, are way more impactful than people give them credit for, uh, whether that's like a forgotten birthday or like not recognizing when someone's been at the company for one year on their work anniversary or having them come back from parental leave and them sitting around on their first day back with nothing to do because you really, you forgot that they were coming back and didn't prepare properly for that, didn't have a return to work plan made. That can all leave a, a sour taste in people's mouths and be ultimately the thing that starts them looking for a new job or a new role. And they may seem minor, but uh, you know, our system, like with Gather, we're able to just notice those things first, which is really important, and then send that kind of nudge to the right person at the right time. And that can be really, really powerful and help prevent, uh, at least be an insurance policy for uh, those kind of things from happening. Yeah. And they may seem minor, you know, one off or like one here, one there, but when you really pull all of them together, you know, how many minor strikes does it take to make one big strike? Totally, totally. And, you know, employees like Employees can go anywhere now. They they have so much optionality in the in the job market, and the companies that we've seen thrive over the last like five ten years have been the ones that have had really incredible 
employee experiences. The, the ones that come to mind for me are places like Airbnb, Warby Parker, Stripe. Those are like three companies that are really well known for their employee experience, in addition to great products, great design, like other things like that. But they have brought that kind of same ethos and thoughtfulness that they bring to their product development into their employee experiences. And so our job at Gather is just to help them power and deliver on those employee experience promises um, without it taking a huge operational burden to execute on that. You had a really great metaphor about that when we were talking earlier about yeah. people ops. Yeah, we we think that we think about people ops a lot like product management. And for the people ops folks, their product is the employee experience. And, you know, they're thinking about the best people ops folks are thinking about it in that way. They are that product manager that's sitting back and saying, all right, like which of these things can I pull to improve our employee experience? Is it, is it increasing compensation? Is it like a double down on our mission? Should we go out and become a B Corp? Um, you know, or is it incorporating a corporate giving program? Is that, that what's going to do it? Is it increasing like better communications from our leadership, more transparency, like all of these kind of changes that you can make? Is it launching a new DEI program? Like what, what are the different like programs or like features of my employee experience that I can build and create and maintain? What are, how are those going to improve the product or the employee experience? Um, and then, you know, just like PMs, they're getting feedback from their customers, your, their employees through surveys, through conversations, one-on-ones, things like that. But what they don't have is an actual product development team or engineering team to build out a lot of those things sometimes. So that's kind of where we step in as Gather and we help them actually build out those. We act as that sort of product or no-code product engineering team, helping them build out that initial program or whatever that might be in supporting it. Yeah, I still love that analogy. That's what really hit it home for me too, someone who's very familiar with all aspects of product. It's like really getting my head around it. Okay. Last year, your company launched a digital community for people ops professionals. It's called the People People Community, which I think is great. Someone who names things (laughs) all the time. Uh, What influenced your team's decision to create a community? Yeah, the people up space, especially for folks who work under like a hundred to two hundred persons, so that our, our target customer is pretty unique because those folks work on an island in their company. You know, there's a joke that gets passed around sometimes that the two loneliest people at a company are the CEO and the head of HR, and it's it's a joke and it's funny because it's true. Um, <laughs> like there's not they're not a, a sales team or a product team or an engineering team. There is no team. There is usually just them and maybe one other person. And so, you know, communities are the way that they can connect with their peers, especially their like-minded peers of people, you know, hey, oh, you're a, a, like head of people at a 30-person growing startup? Like, me too. No way. Like, let's, let's swap notes and those kind of things. Like, that happens all the time. And someone that understands your context and your like niche within it is really the like critical piece of connection there because being the head of people at a 30-person startup, very different than you know, working as an HR business partner in a Fortune 500 company. And so that's like where we saw that need pretty early on in, in talking with folks. Our, our community is focused on creating one-to-one conversations um, rather than just being like another Slack workspace or something like that. And so that's why we decided to make a pretty early investment from a company in, in a community-led like motion in our, our go-to-market strategy. 
Yeah, we've talked a little bit about uh, community as a product on the show and, and had a couple guests who talked about that as well. And one of the biggest benefits is what you just said, is that you're connecting these people and we're talking about, okay, who who is in this community and what are these members of the community getting out of being in it? Obviously, that's what you were thinking about when you started one. But the other side of that is what you're learning as a company and how you're applying your learnings to product from this community. So that's it's more of the benefit to the company, too, that the company gets out of starting this community. What have you learned through the community so far and how have these observations impacted Gather as a product? So what's been the benefit to you versus the benefit to your members? Yeah, for us, the kind of the people ops community space, it's it's actually really crowded. There's a lot of different communities who like we're not the only ones that identified that need that I, I just laid out for you. And so um, we focus as a need for them on things like very tactical things. One of that comes through our newsletter that we do on a weekly basis. The other one is that matching program that I, I talked about. And for us, the benefit that we got early on was product feedback. Now that we have a like good base of customers, we get a lot of our product feedback from people that are already using our product. But like early on, it was those initial people. Um, and now they become really good leads for us. And people like we often have people booking demos after being part of our community. Um, but I think we will go back to them again as we start to lo- launch and scale new products rather than just new features because it's a way to like look out externally and people that don't have the lens of like your product already. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So product feedback is obviously super valuable, especially in the early stages of a company. Is there any other type of information or insight you've gotten from the community? One of the things that's really nice about our product is that it has a wide variety of use cases. But one of the difficulties with that is that we need to narrow down which ones we want to focus on and make great. And our community has been a great source for finding out what kind of pieces are the, like, what are the hierarchy of needs of the people ops folks? And so where are they going to focus first? Um, And for us, that has often been onboarding, but even interesting, more interesting is to think about how that like then fits into their other priorities that they have going on that our product doesn't support. So whether that's like compensation planning or performance reviews or those sort of things, it helps us understand where are we sitting within the overall market and what where can we kind of move into that like higher level of needs for the people ops folks. So you've basically automated your backlog through the community. Someone, <laughs> someone, you could say that. <laughs> yeah, they're building it for you as you go, pretty much. If only we had enough engineers and product bandwidth to do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so last thing we want to close on is future forward looking for Gather. What are you and your team hoping to learn about Gather in the next year? What do you think is on the horizon? Yeah, we have some really big things planned. And I think what it it boils down to is we're just really hoping to empower as many people ops folks as we can with a really great tool to help them do their job well. Um, and if they're winning internally, if their employees are saying, wow, you're doing a great job and we helped them accomplish that in some way, then that is what we're looking at as success. Thanks for joining us. And if you haven't yet, be sure to join the better product community. We've got all sorts of content and resources for you. And if you want more audio, don't forget the business of product is our latest show to join the better product network. And you can find that and more at better